Welcome to the Story Bar podcast. This is your host, Garima. In the series of conversations storied with Garima, I look forward to hearing your story, learning about your journey, and all the milestones you have covered by simply being who you are, by simply being yourself, bringing extraordinary stories of ordinary people online at the Story Bar. With love and light, Garima. Today, I would like to take a moment to recognize REDEM and the great work this organization is doing in the area of human trafficking and sex trafficking. REDEM is a pro bono crowdsourcing and networking movement about improving the human condition. By connecting highly skilled individuals to the organizations that need them the most. REDEM provides opportunities to connect professionals, network and talents with solutions to help spread awareness of the horrendous world of sex trafficking. They host events to support organizations like Redeemed that owns and operates a safe house in the Houston area, where they have provided restoration services utilizing a nationally recognized trauma-informed approach to women who have been rescued from their traffickers. The house is not only a safe space for the women to reside, but is also a place of healing and hope for the journey ahead of them. We are so proud of REDEM and the work that it is doing in this space. If you too wish to contribute and make a difference, please follow REDEM on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. You can also reach out to the founder of REDEM, David Reed on LinkedIn. He is the CTO and CMO at National Oilville Varco. Feel free to let him know what skills you would like to offer and how you would like to contribute to the cause. Hello and welcome. I'm Garima and joining me at the Story Bar today is a dear friend of mine, Aditya Mehta. He is the business head at India Terry Towels and I'm so pleased to have you, Aditya, here with me today on the show because... uh, I would love to, uh, you know, share your story with everyone out here. And he is so much more than just a business head and everyone deserves to know his story. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Garima, for introducing me that way. And uh, pleasure is mine to be on Story Bar and uh, talking to you on Story Bar because I'm sure that within a few years, people will be running around you for uh, for signatures. (laughs) <laughs> so yes, I thought this would be the right time to talk to you on this uh, platform. That means so much to me and you know that already. Aditya, let's begin with your story. Uh, tell us about your background and your roots. Where do you come from? Help our audience understand who is Aditya Mehta. Sure, Garima. So uh, I come from... Uh, a joint family uh, based out of Mumbai. Uh, my childhood, uh, for the first five to six years, I spent in Mumbai with, in a joint family. And then my parents had to move to Pune uh, for dad's uh, work purpose. So I moved with them. And by education, I'm a chartered accountant. And plus, I've done my MA in economics from Pune University. And uh, yes, so basically, you know, people have this... Uh, notion that if it's a chartered accountant he must be doing taxation or auditing or accounting 
Right. That's a general notion which people have. But <clears throat> during CA days, we learned not only about these subjects, but also about law, also about a bit about IT, a bit about costing. So I would say CA studying CA equips you with a lot of knowledge, a gamut of knowledge right. that you can apply wherever you go. And not necessary that you only apply it in auditing or you only apply your knowledge in accounting. So I always had this thing that whenever I start working, I would want to take up more responsibilities rather than being in a single department. Why not, you know, be a jack of all. And later on, see, we are very young. We're just 27, 28. So as, as the time goes, obviously the jack of all, might just grow up and become master of some right, rather than right. being master of one. Right, right. So that was my thought process. And um, after after I clear after having cleared CA, I thought a lot that I did not know exactly what I wanted to do, but there was de- there were definitely things which I didn't want to do, and I was very sure of that. Right. So then I decided that rather than going into a single stream, let's get into the business management part role. And that's how I joined India Terry Towels. Uh, that is my first job. And I was there right since, since uh, foundation. Mm-hmm. And yes, over here, I get to do everything. I get to fire in all directions. Right, right. I'm involved in accounting. I'm involved in auditing. I'm involved in taxation. So the limited knowledge which I have in all areas, I get to apply all of it. Right. And that's the fun part of the work that I like. Absolutely, absolutely. And Aditya, after graduating, I am just curious. I really want to understand this. Why did you not choose any high-paying job out there? Because you studied for it, you earned it, you became a CA, but you joined an individual setup. What was your why behind this? Uh, my why behind... Uh... Joining a setup like this, firstly, of course, it was very close to my family. Uh, The promoters are very close to my family. And uh, secondly, I always thought of being one of the vital few rather than being one of the trivial many in the company. And today, what I do over here, and I have a say in a lot of things. And my performance today, I can actually see it impacting the company directly. Right. And that motivates me a lot. You know, whenever I do something and if it's adding up to the business, I feel I've done my part and that keeps uh, making me, you know, give more than 100% daily. I uh, reach office. Amazing. Amazing. And what is the story of uh, India Terry Towels? Help us understand uh, this organization, the area it is working in and what is it all about? Okay. So I would say that um, since my grandfather's times, uh, my family has been working with the Ruya family. Uh, My grandfather was the advisor. Then my father joined them in 80s as uh, GM uh, Mm -hmm. in one of their businesses. And now the group wanted to diversify. Mm -hmm. And the Ruya family basically comes from textile lineage. And they wanted to get back into it after a gap of almost a couple of decades. So, and since I was so close to the family, they gave me this opportunity to uh, join them to uh, uh, venture out their textile uh, project. 
uh, we started work, started working on this project right since its inception mm-hmm. uh, right since when you know it was just an idea and slowly the idea uh, we put the idea on paper then we went to the financiers arranged for the funding uh, i won't lie that it was a very very long process right, right. Uh, but yeah patience of 2 to 3 years paid off well and the dream has been uh, converted into reality and since past 2 years we have uh, uh, executed the project and started producing thread mm-hmm. so um, i would say that thread is the fundamental of textiles right because in a- any product you make the raw material you need is thread so what we do is we procure cotton which is the raw material and we spin thread out of it mm-hmm. and which we can sell to a denim manufacturer or a towel manufacturer socks hosiery manufacturer so it's it's been over one one and half year since we have uh, started producing this yarn and yes we want to grow in the into the corporate sector of textiles and more of an organized kind of a setup right right but you know we understand our customers requirement and we try our best to give them what they need rather give them more than what they need So yes, that's been the story of India Terry Towels and my uh, boss. Uh, they, my, the team is young, the directors are young, and I always have got a very, very good support from them. And I, as the business head, I won't say that my role is streamlined to a particular thing. Like I said, I fire in all directions. So uh, every day I'm a new person. One day I'm an accountant. One day I'm the tax guy. Right. One day I also take care of the quality. Right, That's the right. fun part of it. And if I may ask, what does being the business head at uh, this company mean to you? Uh, I would say that uh, first of all, the name, the designation, business head, is a bit overrated. I don't like to think myself as one. It's just because of you know the formal uh, uh, label that had to be given. Otherwise, over here, uh, I would I work every single day. as much as every other employee does and uh, yes every day i work as if there's going to be no tomorrow i try to give in my best and yes i want to take this brand to a next level firstly the first step is to uh, get this brand uh, make this brand a recognizable one in the market since we are very new right and yes as we proceed further we do have plans for expansion and who knows maybe down five five years down the line we might be uh, making towels out of this right right absolutely and that's that's actually the vision of the group to make terry towels that's the reason we've named the company as india terry towels absolutely absolutely and in this uh, context how are you looking at building a strong online presence for your company because you are definitely visualizing it as a strong powerful brand in the market in the indian space right Absolutely. how are you looking at growing your uh, presence in the online community so uh, right now we are producing yarn and in india yarn is like a commodity right and it's it sells over the phone you know like stock exchange people talk and they trade yarn right so right. the thing is that the kind of yarn we are producing right now is good for domestic as well as export markets and say unfortunately within the first year of our operations we got to see a lot of global turbulences like the us china trade war and now we are facing covid right so 
what we what we always wanted to do is that customers abroad also should know about this brand name mm-hmm. and the kind of yarn we are producing and what we believe is in giving a product which is of high end quality as well as delivering it on time right because in any industry i feel delivery and the timing plays a very very important part i mean delivering it to the customer whenever they need it is very important rather than you know having a delay of two year two days here and there we don't like working like that right so we have recently designed our website and it went live during the lockdown mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we can you can find us on instagram as well we are there on facebook as well by the name india teddy towels mm-hmm. and we do take orders uh, online also all the contact details are there and uh, yes not only we are into yarn manufacturing but we also trade yarn we also supply towels if at all any customer has any requirements for you know a bulk order for a towel we do have a manufacturers who we can get in touch with to trade the towels right 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 that's wonderful that's wonderful and since we are uh, talking about covid-19 as well and how it has impacted businesses across the globe in what ways has it affected uh, india terry towels and where are the silver linings as uh, per your perspective how are you looking at this whole situation okay so like i said earlier that we are very new in this industry right um we tried doing whatever was right in consultation with the other uh, factories in the market Mm-hmm. not only textiles but the other industries as well right now firstly addressing the textiles see food clothing and shelter are the basic necessities all across the globe true but during such times okay reality sector was bad let's be honest right. that's where the housing and the shelter part uh lost and food of course the food industry boomed well whoever was whoever was into healthcare and the food agricultural products they were doing well and then uh, then came the textile sector the clothing sector now obviously during such times nobody is going to pay importance to you know clothing buying clothes from outside going to the malls shopping because it was all in a standstill everything was shut mm-hmm. so when the end product does not sell obviously the yarn would not sell in direct proportion to it right so uh, the months of april and may we were very very badly hit cuz lot of our orders got cancelled or rescheduled uh but what we made sure is that the people who were working with us we took utmost care for them uh we took the permission the necessary permissions from the government authorities to restart the factory because we did not believe in you know cutting the wages and all right. to be honest right. and we t- we tried our best to you know give them the best possible that we have uh, that we were able to do capable of doing in one year of operation um so what we did we got all the permissions in time we started the factory back in time and the local labor was of good support as well as our team the india territorial administrative and management team uh, was very brave who kept the factories going on we arranged for the local people and as well as the uh, migrant people to stay inside the factory campus so that they don't have to travel outside for any work or anything right and as far as the precautions are concerned yes uh, we were very very strict on that since day one 
the temperature checking the pulse checking oxygen levels checking wearing a mask the sanitization right. the disinfectant of vehicles all that we've taken utmost care and we continue to do so because uh, we feel that see covid is not temporary mm-hmm. it might stay for 6 months a year maybe more than that nobody knows right and uh, it, it may sound good that we are very close to uh, you know having a breakthrough in fields of uh, vaccines and medicines mm-hmm. about it but the day it comes in the market we should, we should be relieved on that day not before that right right uh, so yes the all the industries are slowly recuperating back but since we had begun much earlier before the uh, the other factories in the industry did we are getting that slight advantage over the others since we were already operating and our team was already at the field mm-hmm. uh, in june so that's the benefit we got but uh, as as of uh, the covid-19 situation i feel that we we are far from being relieved and all of us not only textiles but all the other businesses must take utmost care about their employees and the workers during such times absolutely and talking about this pandemic it has also affected our personal lives to a very very large extent and so much has changed around us be it remote working or uh, that thin line between office and work That's how right. has it uh, affected your personal journey and in what ways are you dealing with everything uh so like anybody else uh, march and april were very very i would say uh, we we all were in a denial you know just about what has happened nobody knew that from where this struck us so whatever the general precautions were everybody was taking and regarding the lockdown yes we were diligently following it but unfortunately in the month of uh, july i lost my two close family members and that was a very very big shock to the entire family but uh, at ha- as harsh it, as it may be that other people's might also have lost their close and dear ones and uh, th- that was all due to covid so the best we can do is you know keep taking precautions and steam thing the having hot water daily gargling that's the best we can do right now we all have to survive till there's a medicine to this right 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 so yeah that's very true we can uh, there's only so much that we can do as individuals and uh, we can only keep on uh, carrying on with the process we, we are not hope sure hope is the thing world world is based on you know right right, right. and now uh aditya let's talk about our uh, college days let's go back in time and you know we have been on the debating team and we have uh, done so many uh, shows together how do you look back at that journey and in what ways uh, the whole experience of debating and public speaking has shaped you into the individual you are today absolutely those days were wonderful wonderful and uh, we've come a long way and uh, looking at you doing what you always like doing feels fantastic kudos to that and uh, yes uh, uh, like during the same time we both started public speaking and debating together so initially it was very new to me and uh, yes uh, we went with the flow uh, debated with the team and uh, went for a lot of uh, public speaking uh, uh, competitions 
and we continued doing that till 12th standard and it was a fabulous journey but after that uh, due to the ca studies right. uh, i took a backflip from all that and during the senior college i did try to you know uh, just find a room to uh, occasionally get into uh, either judging or chairing or being a part of some event where you know there are kids there, there are juniors talking and i always believed in passing on something back to them what we've learned during our days right and i continue to do that even after the college do not many people uh, call me now rather i am away from the uh, from uh, all this right. but of course i would like to do it and in recent past in the last couple of years i have been invited by a couple of colleges to uh, judge their debates and a couple of uh, seminars where i was the chairperson and i was a part of so yes i feel that it was a wonderful journey when it comes to public speaking cuz um for everyone it plays a very very important role right and um, it, it's easy to say but i see a lot of people who have this fear of uh, uh, talking on stage yes public speaking i think they call it the, they call the term glossophobia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's there in many but what i feel is that when you are in college or when you are in school uh, you must take every single opportunity up and convert it into going up the stage talking on the dais ke seat today there'll be five people or 50 people laughing at but if you get passed through it without succeeding tomorrow 500 people or maybe 1000 people might laugh right so right now as we are maturing even today i make mistakes but it's all right you know who who's going to remember this but yes i always feel that public speaking everybody should try it give it a shot and it's not only uh, about talking in front of an audience mm-hmm. the audience might be a single person in front of you who you might be talking to who you might be negotiating with right right and the previous exposure is going to give you a lot of experience and it's going to bring a lot of changes in your attitude and your approach when you're talking to somebody how you present yourself right i play i i feel it always played a big part the debating and the public speaking uh in developing uh myself and that has given me a lot of confidence right right and how is it helping you in your current role at uh, india terry towers because as we are discussing uh, this uh, subject public speaking going by our own experiences and uh, all that we have learned so far it is not just an extra curricular activity it is more of a life skill right and it equips us in so many ways i would like to understand how is it helping you as the business head at india dairy towels today uh i can go on and on about that uh, but just to touch a few important points i would like to say that um say whenever i'm negotiating with anybody right trying to get new orders or you know trying to purchase anything mm-hmm. the raw material uh it helps you in a big way when you have already studied things about the person who who you will be talking to right. and then using all those things when you are talking to the, that person it might be about his interest it might be about his experience or you might both be from the common background or some common uh native village or town and using all that uh while talking or while getting the order while negotiating plays a big big part right and that only comes from confidence and if you've done a lot of talking earlier because see whenever you approach whenever you're trying to expand your business or trying to get in touch with new party uh 
it's it's like a they are like a total stranger to you right so and when you want to attract them to your business or you want to be on the similar platform you have to be open about it you have to talk and that's not when you be hesitant or silent mm-hmm. right so i would say that that's that's something what public speaking has taught me uh, you know to be confident whenever i talk to whoever i talk to yes right right and how do you look at storytelling in business today because what we are doing right now is actually uh, hearing the story of uh, india terry towels also to a right. great extent right? right why do you think it's important to tell stories about business startups and uh, you know non profit organizations uh well about that that's a very difficult question and let me see how i can dodge it uh see storytelling i would say uh, it's more about you know getting to know a business right from its roots right right any business is about the people from where they come talking about our company uh it was just an idea on paper 4 years back if you come to think of it and the only motive and the only uh, vision to get back into textiles was that the promoter family had spent almost a decade rather almost 5 plus decades in textiles previously right and they had a vision of getting back to textiles so we did a lot of permutations and combinations about the end product or the product we should start with right. to enter the textile industry and then yarn happened to be we thought a low hanging fruit and so that's from where we started and you never know maybe say if we succeed five years down the line we'd be making towels and then i would say that my story started with uh, making yarn yes and then we then we uh, you know uh, eventually uh, graduated to making towels absolutely and aditya running a business is not easy right it has its own set of challenges and in this regard how important do you feel is to have uh, a strong support system back home what role is your family playing in uh, your journey uh i i would say the family plays a big big role it has played a big role in my journey because not not only uh, uh, for india terry towels even before that when i was studying right. when i was uh, studying chartered accountancy uh they have been supportive throughout they they have never questioned uh, the uh, ability uh it yes it uh, it it might have taken more time than i had thought earlier but then when you know that you don't have to lose anything and you just have to keep marching on right and when the family is always there of course i didn't take them for granted but they always made sure that uh, they tried to keep me happy and supported me in whatever i do on a lighter note i used to blackmail my mother during my ca days that i want this for lunch today otherwise <laughs> things won't work out and i always got what i wanted <laughs> so yes my family has been very supportive throughout that's so amazing and so beautiful actually aditya and now on the final note what would you like uh, to tell our audience what would your message be considering the times we are in and how everything else is changing around us you are 
an amazing entrepreneur doing some amazing things in your space what would your message be for other uh, business owners startup founders and you know small businesses out there at this point of time uh see, i'm a very we're, we're very new to the industry rather my experience is uh, not a, a vast one that i can uh, give such a good advice but from whatever i've learned and whatever i feel at this point uh see uh, the current situation that's the covid situation it has been a common setback a common uh, it has been a common uh, i would say uh, a blow for the entire industry and everybody else right. so at this point we should keep doing uh, towards the society as well as the business as we were doing earlier try to help people um rather if you get to know about a covid case nearby mm-hmm. be kind enough to at least not pass on comments and not share videos and not take recordings out of it right you know our fight is not against covid patients it's against covid yes and it might happen to anybody around it might happen to myself also you never know right though we are taking utmost precautions but that's something we all need to learn to live with and i am i am very much positive and confident that say few years down the line it will be as good as a common flu a similar thing might have happened when there were when people feared tuberculosis or maybe right. cholera when you know there was no cure to it right but eventually once vaccines and medicines were discovered now look at it it's considered a very normal thing which people might have and they are treated well to it right similar thing about the covid situation and to all the uh young people who are uh, on the verge of graduating who are still in college um i would say that uh, please try your hand once at least at uh, talk public speaking or rather talking to strangers openly about right. their interests and what they like and what not get to know about more about the person in front of you you know being inquisitive has always taught me a lot and has always uh, educated me about a lot of aspects i was unfamiliar with right, uh, right. in past and you have had uh, so many hobbies as well and i'm sure you have them uh, today as well do te- uh, tell our audience about uh, your passion for uh, different things so uh, my passion for different things have always kept changing It might sound funny but during school days i used to be an artist i liked drawing and painting and i attended a lot of uh, classes here and there uh, slowly after school uh, came into college and started uh, public speaking debating and uh, and then i got a knack of uh, adventure sports mm-hmm. uh, so after i graduated i have uh, i did bungee jumping and then i went to dubai for skydiving i have done uh, snorkeling scuba diving zip lining so that was always something uh, which uh, gave you know a sense of uh, a thrill to me uh, look now looking back some of the things which i did might sound stupid but yes that was a part of growing and uh, yes i sometimes i like playing the keyboard uh, i like listening to music and uh, yes that's it lovely lovely and i have to say that uh, 
I have known Aditya as a very, very passionate individual and uh, he puts his heart and soul into uh, whatever he believes in. But while doing this uh, interview, while having this conversation, there are so many aspects uh, about him and his journey that I'm getting to know now. And I am so glad uh, that we did this today, Aditya. Thank you so much for sharing your story, your perspective. Likewise, Garima. Thank you so much for having me here. It's and been, it's been whatever happy. you're doing, you're going to go a long way because this was a fabulous, fabulous experience. Let's hope, let's hope. And I'm so glad we did this today. It's been uh, absolutely amazing having likewise, you. Likewise, likewise. Pleasure is mine. Thank you. Thank you.